Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Monday, February 3rd, 2020. I don't know what time of the day you're listening. You may not even be listening on February 3rd, but thank you for heading over to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm happy to have you here. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It is the, it's Super Bowl Monday, so for all those people that stayed up way too late watching the Super Bowl. I heard it was a good game, but I'm not a Super Bowl fan. Um, I like commercials, but I went to bed after the disappointing halftime show. <laughs> so, let me clarify, because I believe the halftime show is going to be the hot topic, the lunchroom discussions, the water, um, the water station conversations today are all going to be around the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, some of the commercials in the first half were funny. Some I, some like made me want to cry. I'm like, those were the most depressing commercials. And but I didn't watch the second half. And so as far as the halftime show, I am not saying that Shakira and J Lo do that they're not talented women and that I mean to be in shape and to be able to dance like that and the choreography for the whole dance routines were stellar stellar you know from mom that used to go to dance recitals and cheer competitions I get the amount of time that was put into making that halftime show the amazing dancing choreography routine that it was but and I get that but negates everything that you say before so maybe I should say yet here's the deal did we really have to bring the um, exploitation of women to such a degree um I think that choreography could have been fabulous without the, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying this so it's not so crude, but, um, I mean, the costuming, highlighting the private areas of, and then them straddling the pole with their legs wide open, um, I just, I felt so bad for any parents sitting there watching with their sons or their daughters and I I just pray that the conversations were had to the ladies that that is not the way they should treat themselves and that they are more valuable than having to spread their legs wide open and have a camera kind of zoom in you know what I mean like it was just such stellar dancing and choreography and strength and just powerful dancing. They could have left the sex for the bedroom. I I have nothing more for you. I just, it demoralized women and they could have shared their Latino um, heritage in dance without some of those shots or you know, shaking the booty and the guy coming up behind and kind of grinding and slapping her butt. Not appropriate for kids. And 
a lot of kids are allowed to stay up for the first half of the Super Bowl because the world makes such a big deal about the Super Bowl. So they get to stay up and go to bed before the halftime show, you know, after the halftime show. And I was curious, so I did go to Facebook after the halftime show before I went to bed. And my friends that still have children at home were like, oh my gosh, that was a conversation I didn't think I'd have to have for a while. And then you have the teen boys, young men, that are thinking, one, it's okay to treat women that way, and two, you know, for the teen girls that think it's okay to straddle a pole and show everybody everything, you know, while you spin on a pole and to stand in front of millions of people and have somebody spank your nearly naked tushy. I don't know. I just, I think the dancing and the choreography was so stellar, so strong. And those women, you know, have rock solid, you know, bodies, whatever. And they did not need to go to the depths of the exploitation to have a great show. And, you know, I was... So I started looking at the, you know, like their backup dancers. And some of their backup dancers were wearing, like, shorts and a tee, shorts and a tank, uh, a skirt. And they were, they still looked attractive and seductive without showing everything. And I wish that the main singers would have, um, dressed as a little more modestly. I mean, because some of them were still, you know, they still had a lot of leg and stuff showing, but yet it wasn't all out there. Um, I don't know. So my husband and I had some great conversations last night and, you know, that we were thankful we didn't have any little kids at home that we had to explain it to. Um, and, you know, the talent. And then I said, maybe we're just getting old. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we've just gotten old and I don't know. And But I think part of it is it's not that we've gotten old. I think we've gotten wiser and maybe that comes with the age. And, you know, some people on Facebook were hooting, hollering, you know, putting up the hot flames with the dance and, you know, and you know, post like, ooh, my wife's going to get it good tonight. I'm sorry. Ugh, I don't know. I was just so, so distraught over the, like, torn because there was fabulous, fabulous choreography and dance and the routines were just over the top. Like, they probably burned more calories during the halftime show than I burned all week last week. And I just think we could have done it without the sexual exploitation of the women. So I'm just going to move on because, you know, some of you are saying preach it girl and others are saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Get over it. I had uh, someone on Facebook say, well, then they shouldn't be watching wrestling or the view. And I'm thinking, I didn't let my daughter watch SpongeBob or, or wrestling, you know, the WWE and that stuff just for that reason. So, 
I guess maybe it's just, it's a preference thing because I chose not to let my daughter watch those shows. And that's, I don't know, that makes me whatever. And I'm okay with that. Um, I'm not saying my daughter never watched Spongebob. I'm sure she did, but she did not watch it when she was at home because it was not allowed because I just thought he was inappropriate for kids you know, because he was a cartoon and he was doing such inappropriate things that I didn't want her to think she could do inappropriate things and speak that way. And it was okay because this cute sponge was doing it. And so maybe I am old, maybe I'm whatever, but I don't know. I like where I, I like where I stand in the little bubble I live in. And so we'll move on from that and on to happier things. It is a Monday. Uh, there's a little bit of snow and showers in the forecast, not a ton, just a little, and that'll be good. So, in the upcoming week, there's some exciting stuff happening. My daughter has, she applied to four grad schools, she got into all four grad schools, and has been invited to interview for their assistantships, which is, that's cool stuff, because I don't know if you're like me, but I didn't really understand what an assistantship was at that point, but an assistantship pays for her schooling, so if she's chosen, they will pay for her schooling, which, oh, that's a lot of money to pay for your master's. You know, the caveat is that she works for them for two years, but that's okay, you know, because what she's doing is part of her degree. So it's almost like on-the-job training or like a mentorship or an internship. And, you know, it'll, it'll be good. So she'll make money at the same time that she is um, gaining experience and building her resume. It's a win-win for her. And... I think the true, like, most fabulous part about it, for me anyway, is it lined up, the three of the interviews lined up for when I'm on break from school, our winter break, so I'm going to travel with her, so she's not traveling alone um, that far, because one of the places is nine hours in one direction, so I am thankful to be able to go with her, so that she's not making that trek in February by herself and it'd be a fun break for me you know she said are you sure you want to do that like mom it's your winter break and I'm like oh do I want to hang out at a hotel at a pool in a gym by myself with my laptop and books mm, yeah <laughs> you know we'll have great conversation in the car on the way there and it'll be fun because none of her friends can go with her because school's still in session. So she's missing a week of school to go for these interviews. But the colleges are used to that. You know, they know that that's part of their seniors graduating that are going to grad school. And it looks good for them because then they can say not only did, you know, she graduate with honors, but she graduated with honors with invitation for assistantships at, you know, bigger universities. So that's fun. Yeah. But on this Monday, I don't know. What are you up to? And I don't know. It's Super Bowl's over. The week ahead. It's a four-day week for the kids this week. Um, because 
we have Superintendent's Day, which, you know, we're, we get professionally developed. <laughs> uh, on Friday. And I have a workshop after school. On my, it's a mindfulness workshop. It's really fun. Um, and it's once a month it meets. It's uh, the Mindfulness Educators Network. And it's just, it's really good. It's to teach. Sorry about that sneeze in the middle of the podcast. Ah, you gotta love it. Live, right? Live. Sneezing. Alright, um, a couple mindfulness quotes and then I'm gonna go. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. The real meditation is how you live your life. The present moment is filled with joy and happiness. Be happy in the moment, that's enough. What day is it, asked Pooh. <laughs> so on that note of mindfulness and uh, miscellaneous quotes, have a fabulous Monday, have a fabulous week, short and sweet today. And I will catch you later in the week. Thank you for to listening for listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And I'm your hostess, Lisa. And have a fabulous day. And this week, I am setting a date with Patrick over at We Live on a Planet. And we're going to be doing a joint podcast. Have a great Monday. So goes Monday, so goes the week. So make it a good one. Bye.